0: everyone. Welcome back to another Timmins podcast. I'm your host, Timmon. This is my podcast. I uh, got a fun podcast ahead of us. Uh, I got to sit down with Ryan Brady, co-founder of Alliance RVs, as well as uh, Joe Mel, head of marketing over at Alliance. Um, first off, thank you guys for allowing me to come over there, uh, see your facility, see the really cool culture that you've uh, kind of just built over in Elkhart and get a a little bit of understanding of what you guys are doing So um, I think you guys are going to like What this podcast has What's in store uh, Just a quick note I messed up I messed up the audio um, It wasn't well I don't know if it was me I'll, I'll take blame for it But um, about the first 20 minutes I didn't capture So uh, still a good podcast We kind of go back and hit the highlights Of what we talked about at the start um, But you're going to jump right into our Conversation midway Luckily, about, like I said, 20 minutes in, I realized that um, my equipment wasn't recording properly, and so we were able to kind of fix that, but uh, Ryan did a great job, and so unfortunately, you guys aren't going to be able to hear that. It's just for me, (laughs) so that's just how it is. So (laughs) anyways, um, quick business, go check out the YouTube, Timmons Podcast on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter, Timmins Podcast on Twitter. And uh, if you have any questions, Timmins Podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and shoot me an email. Uh, always looking for sponsorship, so I'll put that plug out there as well. So anyways, um, yeah, you guys are going to enjoy this. And again, big thank you to just the whole Alliance team for uh, allowing me over to your guys' facilities and just to see the cool stuff that's happened over there. So, All right. Without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Ryan Brady. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, we're back. Sorry about that. No, no problem. I think I may have lost all of that what we just talked about. Okay. Which is awful. <laughs> I'm but so it,
1: his audio? Too?
0: No, the whole thing. It wasn't oh. even recording. I looked over. And it wasn't even just like recording it. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Oh, all good, man. <laughs> uh, hey, I can it do happened. it better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, let's just run it back. So, but yeah, uh, let's, I guess we can just restart over. Restart yeah. We were rolling so no, well. No, you're I'm good, so, man. So, yeah, we'll cut this. Make it all work. But yeah, Ryan, again, thanks for coming. I We got our warm up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll start with a different question. Okay. Then we can go back into this. Sure. So this is something that I've been wondering for a while and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Why is Elkhart County Harvey capital?
2: Uh yeah, a good question. I think um, my take on it. I'm sure others have uh, different takes, but it. Um, you know, I don't know the exact history. I'd always heard. You know, it was back in the 30s or 40s, and somebody had built the RV out of their garage, and kind of the the industry just kind of grew up around it. But from a practical standpoint, what I'd tell you is you have an installed supplier base that's located here in Elkhart, yeah. Indiana, who are building you know, furniture and frames and windows and doors and, you know, wood products. Um, and so you have this, this great installed supplier base. If you think about it, if you were to start an RV manufacturer in you know, Oklahoma, yeah. you know, where would you be sourcing the components to build the RV, right? Indiana probably. It, yeah. You'd be sourcing out of Indiana. And to freight that stuff to Oklahoma would cost a lot of money. So it put you from a cost standpoint in a, you know, in a tough position. Um, so from a practical standpoint, I would tell you that is a big reason. And then, then number two, um, just the labor pool around here is just so good. I mean, yeah. the people, you know, the skilled craftsmen that we have here in Indiana, yeah. um, you know, the the, the quality of the, the workforce, you know, the the work ethic. I think we have a, just a phenomenal work ethic. People work hard. Yeah. You know, they, they, they come to work. It's not, um, you know, you hear stories, you know, elsewhere where it's. Tough to, you know, attendance, people don't show up. I mean, that's not the case here. You yeah. know, people want to work. work yeah. uh, they take pride in their work. Um, you know, they're good family people. Um, so I would say it's the supplier base and then the skilled labor force that we have here. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Amish, I'm sure that's yeah. a piece of that. Sure, yep. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I've been thinking about is just like the whole car industry period was in Detroit Mm -hmm. and then they were manufacturing I've seen a lot of car culture in this area because it started in Detroit Yeah, we have a lot of old classic cars rolling around well you uh, think about
2: Studebaker right over in uh, South Bend yeah South Bend St. Joe County
0: yeah and so I wonder if I mean this not that RV is a car but they have
2: similar components Mm -hmm. and I wonder if that was another piece of why I I grew up in this area could have been and a lot of our components haven't been you know offshored yet Um, yeah And so, again, it's all the components are domestically manufactured and they're domestically manufactured, you know, in and around Elkhart County.
0: Yeah. Do you think COVID like I think
2: uh, stuff was moving offshore? Do you Mm -hmm. think COVID kind of cut that and brought that back in the house? Again, because we're not necessarily importers ourselves, but I would tell you that uh, people certainly are have reevaluated their supply chains just cuz well documented that yeah. uh, supply chains got severely disrupted <laughs> through covid and and shipping channels and ports and and congestion and so yeah. to, to not have too much concentration in you know a given country i think people are evaluating that and and through that evaluation i think you're seeing some more uh onshoring or reshoring yeah. um yeah you know, through that which is i think is great you have way more control mm-hmm. over those pieces yep. control of quality control over uh you know the actual supply and knowing that uh you have know, a reliable uh place that is being built
0: yeah i know uh i think the general public had never heard supply chain yeah until a couple of years ago you know yeah so it's it's it was
2: uh that was when we'd come into work during um you know that that covid time period that's uh that's all we talked about is supply chain and how we're getting parts to, to yeah. build these RVs. I think everyone was thinking mm-hmm. that yeah. across the board. What
0: um, you know, in, in three year, four years, you guys have tripled quadrupled, right? I mean, from hundred employees to 600, that's way that's
2: we have. Way yeah. We've been super fortunate. We, um, you know, we, we had the benefit. The, the industry backdrop was strong, right? The man yeah. was, was, uh, was definitely strong during the COVID time period. But I think more than anything, when, when Cole and I and, and the rest of our, executive team you know got together early on you know we we were really deliberate on you know we want to build great rvs right we yeah. but you know even more importantly for us is we want to you know take care of our people and create a, a, a just a killer culture where people don't feel like they're just a number where they feel valued where they feel communicated to obviously we, we pay them a very fair wage yeah um but we just we treat them with respect. You know, it's not a novel concept in our view. But I think too often in, in this maybe in the RV industry, no, it, <laughs> it, it, it's just it's yeah. in in corporate America. You know, sometimes the the almighty profit is the is the you know the is force. the driving force. And yeah. you know, you know we, obviously we're a for profit business. We got to turn a profit to keep the lights on and 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 yeah. keep the paychecks flowing. But we want to also take care of our people. It's it's something that's really you know important to us.
0: Yeah. I I know in 2008, a lot of RV companies got consolidated. And so maybe that culture was there in companies and still is in there. I mean, once you set culture, it's hard to pull that out, Mm -hmm. but it does get changed when you have a different directive. And if, you know, you come into a corporation, um, I've seen my friends go from one RV company to another, to another, Mm -hmm. to another. And it's like, they're they're there for the paycheck. Um, and so it's interesting to see you guys now navigating and i think it's needed to come in and obviously you guys are seeing the success from that but to come in as a you know your own company outside of that corporation
2: yep and it's it's you know we view it as a strategic um you know competitive advantage that we have i mean we're 600 you know team members strong which is you know we're not small right yeah. but relative to these other manufacturers that we compete yeah. against well you know we are fairly small um, but what that allows us to do is, you know, we, we try to stay in closer contact with our people and just to get to know them on a, a personal level. You know, we do, you know, we're, Cole and I were in the plants, you know, daily when we're yeah. in town, you know, we try to address the team, you know, at least quarterly. Uh, we do a, a, a we call the a family picnic every summer where that's we get, cool. and, you know, team members come out with families. We'll get bounce houses and face painters and get yeah. some Nelson's, uh, oh, uh good stuff. food catered in. And, um, You know, again, it's just the little things that, you know, it's not one thing in and of itself, but it's, it's those little things that add up, um, you know, something we're really proud of. We, uh, we launched a 401k match, you know, within really the first six months of the company's inception. You know, that was something that was important to us is, you know, these RV, um, laborers make a really good wage. And that's part of the reason why, you know, the workforce is is as strong as it is because people move here for these jobs.
0: Um, And you can make a good wage without an education. That's can. the crazy yeah. part. Like, I mean, with the Amish, that's another sure. piece of the Amish, yeah. right? Eighth grade education they can
2: make. Mm-hmm. And Eighth so we, we wanted these you know, people to, they're making a great wage. Mm-hmm. We all know it's easy to, you know, with credit cards to to overspend, but yeah. we want them to, you know, think to, think for the future, yeah. you know, the, you know, it, it's easy to live in the moment, but let's, let's think about uh, the future and make sure you're putting some aside for, uh, for retirement, for retirement.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Joe gave me a little tour of the plant and stuff, and one of the things that um, he showed me was that kind of your creed, your mission statement, absolutely, right? yep.
2: and then the kind of the three things that the, the core values, the core values. Yeah, so the uh, mission statements do the right thing. So yeah. it's uh, you know it, it's simple by design, but it's uh, we call it you know that's our that's our guiding principle, right? That's you know we we everything we uh, you know the decisions that we make, how we treat you know whether it's a vendor, a, a dealer, a customer. You know that's kind of the guiding principle. Just do the right thing. It's not you know overly complicated, um, but it's a pretty powerful statement too when you think about it. It is, yeah. And then the core values that we we try to live by. You know, relentless improvement. Um, you know, in the RV industry, these are handcrafted RVs. Um, there's always opportunities to get better. I don't care who you are or what you're doing. You know, we're always looking to improve. You know, we don't have it figured out. You know, we're we're certainly not perfect, um, but we we're, we're relentlessly trying to improve. Uh, we're customer obsessed. That's another core value of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and obviously the end retail, you know, customer is, is the customer, but we have a lot of customers are, you know, are your team members are a customer Our yeah. vendors are a customer, our community is a customer. Um, and so we're, we're customer obsessed with, uh, you know, trying to to take care of all of our customers, particularly our, our end retail customer. Yeah. And then we're devoted to relationships that kind of was the impetus for the Alliance name, but, um, you know, we're, we're relationship driven, whether it's, you know, our dealer partners our supplier partners, um, our allies out in the field our, our which are allies are. I'm, I'm talking like, you know what that is, no, but yeah. our, our customers. Who have joined your team. Who have who have right? joined the, we, the Alliance family have bought an Alliance rig. Um, yeah. and this, I don't know who, who, uh, came up with the name but they started calling themselves allies that's so uh, cool so yeah we're, we're those are the core values uh, relentless improvement devoted to relationships and um customer obsessed
0: wow it's that's so countercultural than other rv companies yeah it is just like that's so cool
2: it is cool and it's uh it, 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 cultures cultures it's it's where we focus a lot of time on because at the end of the day yeah i'm just one person you know yeah. joe's just one person um it's a collection of people, right? That's yeah. what drives business. And when you have good people driving the company, good things are going to happen. Yeah. And if you put those people in a position again, where they feel valued, where they feel appreciated, where you're putting them in an environment where they can succeed, chances are they're going to.
0: Yeah. Well, and even when you're telling the the origin story, which may not be on the audio, but yep. you know, you, that's what you took from that pool of people mm-hmm. and you were listening and you're understanding. Yep. And it sounds like, I mean, that got pulled right into your, your mission statement. Yeah, absolutely.
1: He got caught. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing got I can Jeremiah's. do
2: for that. We need water.
1: You got Jeremiah's gunk. Ooh, there you uh, go. No.
2: Yeah. The, um, yeah, that's how we approach our, our, design is product design is, um, you know, we incorporate, we describe it as crowdsourcing. We, um, listen for consumer feedback. We're really deliberate when we approach product design and, um, you know, our, our view is that a lot of people kind of guess on content and features and floor plans and, and we put it out to, to RVers to, to basically enlighten us, <laughs> yeah, you know, crowdsourcing crowdsourcing. Yeah, what? what do you guys want? What, do you, what what does this make sense? What do you think of this concept? Do you think this would work? Would yeah. this be something that would interest you?
0: Are you doing that through like Facebook
2: typically or what's, yeah, a lot of it's through Facebook. So I'll, shamelessly plug it's Dude. Alliance RV group is our Facebook page. Um, I think we're up to 23, 24,000 members on it. That's awesome. Um, and so we'll literally put engineering, you know, renderings of a floor plan hmm. and allow the community to kind of you know, pick it apart really. Or I remember early on, um, you know, I mentioned, I don't know if it got picked up in the audio, but we did a poll on a, a kitchen sink. Do people want a, a single bowl basin sink or a partition you know divided double bowl sink? Um, you know that was just one example. We literally did a, a poll, and I, and the votes came in. It was sixty six percent wanted the single bowl. Oh wow! Um, guess what? We went with the single bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's little things like that. That um, it, it, and then our most recent product, our Delta travel trailer, which we're launching this summer. You know, we we okay. took that same approach to it and did focus groups. We um, we had a, a one of our big retail shows down in Tampa. We invited uh, customers to attend. Uh, kind of a little. Seminar that uh, our product manager led. Um, that was just again, you know, trying to solicit feedback on on. We tried to solicit feedback from current owners of travel trailers So that Delta product going to be a travel trailer. Gotcha. Um, solicit feedback on what they liked about their current RVs and what they would like to see um, if they could redo their their existing one. Yeah, and that's that was helpful for you then to plug that into uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and through that process, I mean you kind of have to filter through it all right but if, if if you start to see a theme develop like if if you know you hear over and over like hey it'd be kind of cool if the awning uh had a switch on the outside hmm. mm, okay let's let's think about that maybe we can solve that you know so you don't have to go back into your camper to extend your awning maybe you can put the camp you know the awning out from the outside Yeah, you know, that's just a yeah. little that's a little sneak peek there by the i love that yeah um but uh yeah little things like that that we picked up um through talking to customers.
0: That's really cool. It, do you, uh, do you see a lot more growth in like the social media side of connecting with, like, is that a big emphasis on things you guys? Are I think
2: so. Yeah. We, um, we want to be connected. And, um, I think early on we, we'd focus really on the Facebook social media channel. And so we're trying to diversify away from that. Obviously, you know, the younger generation may not be as inclined to Facebook and yeah. they're more Instagram and, you know, we're starting to do LinkedIn. Joe's doing a great job with uh, getting exposure onto other channels as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, you got to hit it just across yeah. the board. Yeah, across he, the board. Joe showed me the TikTok of the rapper and and the floor plan. That was yeah. cool. That yeah. was really cool to see some of that stuff. So, yeah, you got a good marketing guy. We that's do. Cool. We are uh, fortunate that he came on board. He's biased, awesome. But yeah, no,
2: he, okay. he's a stud. <laughs> he is a stud.
0: That's very cool. Joe mentioned that um, your you and your brother are big into the like involved in the community I mean, yes a lot of yep like philanthropy things yeah like that. we try so. to
2: give back and um it um you know we were born and raised around here we yeah we, you know we don't just work with with our team members but we see them out you know at the grocery store or at restaurants and um you know we we've been fortunate and blessed um and i think it's important to you know, pay it back a little bit where yeah. you can whether it's through time or you know financially if it makes sense um, yeah yeah, no, that's something I think that's
0: such a huge thing. A lot of times we're worried about ourselves and family and that's great to worry about that. But then you got to remember the community that mm-hmm. allows you to build to where you're at. Yep. It's, it's, you want the next generation to have those same opportunities. No question.
2: It's, it's uh, part of what has made this and will continue to make this community great is it's uh it's always been supported by you know, business leaders and, and hopefully we can do our small part to continue that tradition. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you born and raised in Elkhart?
2: Yeah, born and raised. Um, grew up here in Elkhart, Indiana. I, I uh, went to Notre Dame, went to high school here, went to Notre Dame, undergrad. Um, ventured off to the East Coast for a couple of years, then lived in Chicago, and then moved wow. back uh, here to Elkhart in 2010. Wow. So right after the big... Yeah, right know. after it, Yep. Right after the a big, big huge Oh nine, Yeah, did you come back into
0: RVs at that time? I got into RVs. Yep, wow.
2: 2010 I joined Heartland RV. Yes, yeah.
0: Was that interesting? Because, uh, did you grow up around RV? How oh, yeah. I had
2: summer jobs in in the in the factories, and yeah, I had one job I worked for a plastic supplier one uh, summer. Yeah, it's hard not to. I mean, Joe, I'm, yeah. anybody who lives, as you know, in Elkhart County, summer they you, pay well, too. They it's pay like, well, and uh, yeah. they're, they hire in the summer, which is great for a high school kid.
0: Yeah. Did you see a huge shift when you had come back?
2: Things kind of changing? or uh, no, no, I wouldn't really say so. Yeah. You know, again, uh, uh, the product obviously evolves. RVs mm-hmm. evolve significantly, but I think the, you know, the quality folks that, you know, come through the doors every day, that, that hasn't changed at all.
0: Yeah. Where do you see Alliance in, like, five years?
2: Yeah. Great question. I, um, you know, we, we, we've been fortunate, we've enjoyed some success and I think, you know, we, we want to grow, you know, we're going to be very deliberate in our growth, but, um, as we grow, we're going to stay true to our mission. You know, we're going to not lose sight of what got us to where, you know, where we're at now. And I think that's building great, really well thought out RVs that resonate with, with customers. Um, and then, you know, standing behind that, those RVs with, with, with great service, right? These are, it's not lost on us. These are big investments that our allies are making into yeah. their RVs and, and, and to us as a company. And, um, you know, we want to provide that level of ownership experience that they can't get from other manufacturers. And then, you know, taking care of our team members, you know, we're going to continue to grow, continue to add to the team, but we're going to continue to, you know, foster that culture where people feel proud. We want people when yeah. they go home and, and they tell their children, Hey, you know, I, I work for Alliance RV. They want it. And we want them to, to be proud of, uh, to be proud of that. Yeah. You want them to be allies. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. Um, sure. That's cool. Uh, I
0: know one of the beautiful things about, I mean, RVing in general, but the infrastructure is built here. Like we have the parks, we have all that stuff. And I know globally that's starting to happen as well. Mm -hmm. Do you see um, like the RV industry starting to ship more internationally?
2: A little bit. I'm not as close to the, I know there's a, Australia has a decent and sold base of RVs. I think I could butcher the numbers, but I think as an industry, maybe over the last 10 years, we average approximately 400,000 RVs annually uh, produced. And I think the number I heard for Australia was 25,000. So that's not insignificant. Yeah. Um, you know, Europe, obviously Thor has a, obviously, but they Thor has a European division. So, you know, caravanning, which is what RVs are called over there is, is pretty big. You know, Canada is a really big market for us. Mm. Um, but yeah, who knows, maybe it expands into, you know, Mexico and South America and, um, you know, in the Asia, obviously that's a huge population center and maybe they, I mean, what's not to like though about RVing, right? Yeah. When you think about it, um, especially with the evolution of, of (laughs) screens and technology and internet anywhere, you can get internet internet anywhere, but it's also, it's a great way to unplug, right? You know, you want your kids to get off the screen, so to speak, and and go enjoy the outdoors and explore and, and, uh, you know, kind of live in the moment. I think it's a, it's a great lifestyle choice. Such a huge thing.
0: I, I feel like a kid will never forget a vacation. Like I have no. those memories locked yeah. and my parents were great parents. I had a great time all the time, but vacations are like,
2: yeah, I, I think remember. through the, through the COVID years, I think what, one thing we've learned, you know, experiences matter more than, you know, purchasing goods per se. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, kids to your point value the, uh, you know they don't necessarily need the new bike, but you know take them to um, take them camping, and I think that that'll be more meaningful in their development.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I I love what you guys are doing here. It's yeah,
2: so cool. we're, we've uh, we're, we're fortunate. We got a uh, we got a heck of a team here, and uh, we're going to continue to stay true to what what's gotten us here, and and keep building great RVs and stand behind them. Yeah, very cool. Well,
0: I know you. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Yeah. You want to just give one more time of how you guys sure. built it. Yeah. So that, that way we have that. Yeah. I'll try to okay. do that. The exactly. Like word for word. What you did <laughs> yeah. prior to that.
2: <laughs> it, it was so good. The first time <laughs> I feel so. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Um, you started on that beige building. Start. Yeah. So we, um, 2019, um, you, Cole and I came from heartland. My brother, Coley and I came from heartland RV and it, and I meant it wasn't, necessarily a a seminal moment that put us over the hump of of wanting to to branch out on our own um we had lived through consolidation heartland went to a a larger you know publicly traded organization and um, you know we never say anything bad about where we came from it's it's a you know we respect our competition and and our former employer a lot we we're still friends with a lot of the folks over there but we thought there was an opportunity just to to take a step back and do things a little differently, become an independent manufacturer. There's, there's advantages to being big and there's advantages to being small. And so we wanted to leverage some of the advantages of, of being small. And, um, and through that process, you know, that's really how that crowdsourcing, you know, came out. We thought by, you know, taking a step back and listen, you know, being a little more de- deliberate with our product design by listening to consumers, to incorporating, you know, feedback, addressing some of the pain points that RVers had with their rigs um, that could improve, you know, the ownership experience. And we thought, you know, being small, we could, you know, develop a, a, you know, a better culture, uh, for our team members. And then, um, you know, we thought again, by being small, we could build great RVs and it'd be easier to provide, you know, a great ownership experience through, through outstanding customer service. So that was kind of the, the impetus for saying, okay, let's go ahead and do this. And, um, we, we we were we were able to find some some land, and so we we set off and constructed a new building. And and in the meantime, we had bought this old dumpy industrial Elkhart building. It was built in the '60s. Um, I think it, before we would moved in, it was a metal fabrication building. So just an old, you know, kind of building, dingy dingy building, and um, you know. It was, telling someone the other day, it was a small office. We had seven guys jammed into it, you know, our head of engineering or lead production uh, manager calling myself, Bill Martin, who heads up our, um, social media and aftermarket, uh, service. Uh, we, we are jammed into this office and we had the whiteboard. It was kind of that classic, you know, obviously we're not a Silicon Valley company, but we were kind of living that, that startup, uh, uh, stuff that you you see in movies. And, um, you know i tell people i wouldn't trade that first six months for anything it was uh you know the you know there were some some tough moments along the way and disagreements amongst the team but that's what made us strong and um yeah great memories in that building we, alliance will never uh, part with that building hopefully yeah, you know, one day it can be like a, a museum or something yeah uh, uh, but yeah some great great memories out of there
0: that's awesome dude so you and your brother did you get like a small team together is that how that started for yeah
2: me? we did i mean it, it was over because when you're a startup right you're you don't have the funds to bring in you know a, a huge team yeah um, we were fortunate we teamed up with with bill martin um yeah. early on um he was a you know team member number one and then we we slowly grew from there and so we we kind of sequenced in that the, the the adding of team members as the business could support. It. So obviously you need an engineer, you need a production manager. So we brought them in, and then you know slowly grew from there. Yeah, and I bet they were excited to be on like the ground floor. Of- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you yeah, know that's that's the attraction of uh, you know it, there's anytime you make a change career wise there's always going to be uncertainty, but uh, you know I think th- those people also saw the opportunity and and you know, with anything you do, you want to be, you you got to take care of your family. You got to pay the bills. Right. But you, you want to be, um, you know, personally fulfilled too. And yeah. I think, you know, growing, you know, a company and, and being, you know, involved in something from, from kind of startup. And I still consider us, we're still startup phase. Yeah. And, uh, I think people feel professionally and, and personally rewarded, you know, being involved in this. Yeah.
0: Well, I love this, you know, the flexibility you guys have, Um, when we were walking through the plant, Joe was showing me the, the quality control Yep, different things. And I mean, that's, you have a very heavy emphasis on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's great. Just, I've never been, I mean, I grew up in this area, so I've been around it all the time and Mm -hmm. I have friends who've worked there. I have family members who've worked and and, uh, I just hear horror stories about, um, you know, I have a friend who worked in a warranty department for uh, uh, one of the RV companies. And just the stories she would tell me of the things that like just a quick little check would have changed this customer's yeah. life.
2: <laughs> yeah. We, like, again, we're, we're, one of the core values is relentless improvement. We're not perfect, but we we, no, we we try to work together as a team and kind of tear down some of the walls that exist that that can exist in I don't, any company in America. Right. Yeah. And um, we try to make it more, more personal, too. And so we, we host a rally every year. It's it's coming up in May at the uh, you know, Elkhart County Forage uh, uh, oh, cool. Campground, and yeah. you know we our team members will go out there and work on the rigs. We have we have plant tours, pretty much daily that are going through our plants, and um, you know we, we encourage our team members to join our social media platform so they see the end you know yeah. end customer, the allies out in the field, so that they realize you know they're building an RV for someone like them, right? They're yeah. building someone's dream someone's someone's investment that they've worked hard to to you know earn yeah. and um i think by making it more real for them they you know even though they might work in the you know offline slide out department putting together you know a balance or installing a window in the slide out it's not just doing that they're building an rv they're building someone's dream and, and they you know should take pride in because it's pretty awesome what they're doing you see where the end product's going yes that's makes good, it more personal for them makes it yeah. more real it's not an, a number not a number It that is
0: i, I think a, even your allies right feel like allies they feel like humans
2: they, they i think they feel you know a part of a community <laughs> yeah that's what's one of the, and we had we had no idea um you know, that, that, what, that, that would happen, right. That this community would develop around our company. And it's, uh, it's, so it's cool. bigger than, bigger than us, bigger than anyone. Uh, but it's pretty cool
1: on community <clears throat> coming from a,
2: coming from a competitor
1: to here. Um, my very first show was the Tampa show. So we flew down to Tampa and largest debatable if it's the largest RV show in the country. Yeah. Um, there were over a hundred volunteer owners Wow! That purchased at previous shows. Is that my GoPro? Uh, yeah, you could just shut off. Okay, you could just let it go. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just on me, anyways. So you you yeah. and you, yeah. t- we're gonna scrap yeah. that yeah. footage. Yeah. Uh, but over a hundred volunteer owners. Wow! Yeah. And coming from where I was to that was mind blowing to me. Wow. Because I'm used to dealing with it on the the social media side like Bill and them did, where it's just constant. You know, you're always handling on the social side. Yeah. But having them there helping
2: was... Ah, That's crazy. Crazy. That's unheard of in my world. Wow. When we uh, released registration for the rally that I just talked about, so we have, I think the campground holds about 300 Mm -hmm. um, rigs or 300 campsites. It sold out within 24 hours. Crashed the website three times. <laughs> right? I mean, that's 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 crazy. crazy. Yeah, we, we Taylor Swifted it. Yeah, I was gonna say Taylor Swifted it. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Wow. But It's cool. I mean, you, and you see it. You hear. I mean, people are, you know, their their social communities are, are kind of, you know, their friends or other allies, and mm-hmm. and it's just it's pretty neat to to see it. Well, what's, it, what's occurring out there?
0: You deliver a good product. Our viewers are going to be talking to each other. Absolutely. You know, and they, their frustration is there. I've heard it in that community. Mm-hmm. So it's cool
2: that they're well, and positive and negative pa- positive. Yeah. That negative. we call it the campfire talk and that's, you know, Joe obviously does a great job marketing, but our best marketers yeah. are our allies. Oh, a hundred percent. If our, al- if, if we, you know, we, if we take care of our customers, we know they're going to go to the campgrounds and when somebody's going to ultimately ask, Hey, what do you think of Alliance? How's that paradigm? How's that Avenue that you have? And, and, um, we want them to speak honestly and, and, and tell them how their experience has been.
0: Yeah. That's, that's so cool. Do you ever see you shifting away from Tobol's? Uh, I
2: don't, I don't think so. I think we're, um, that's where your are yeah, is we, for right we, now. Yeah, We don't aspire to be the biggest. We just want to be, yeah. you know, you really don't want really a helicopter to land on. No, land. We, we just want to be really, you don't want really a boat really in the bag. Nope. nope. We want to be really good at what we do. And that's uh fifth. We're going to get into travel trailers. So we're going to okay. enter that market, but we'll, we're going to stay in that, uh, Tobal, yeah. uh, category. That's so cool. Very
0: yeah. right, cool. Well, I don't, do you have any questions? No, Joe, no.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming in. This yeah. has yeah, been thank fun. So much. Yeah. Yeah. This has been great. So, uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Well uh, will give it people where they can find it. It was the Facebook group, but like just plug mm-hmm. who you guys are, where you can get stuff. Or, yeah. You know.
1: it, that was one of the niches they kind of brought me on for was to expand the social reach. Yeah. Uh, did a great job dialing in the Facebook group. So it's the Alliance RV group. Okay. If you get on Facebook and check it out. Um, and then we actually created a splash page called jointhealliance.com okay. where you, no matter what platform you use, if you only use one or two or five, uh, we have all of them and they're all linked there uh, and we're active on all of them. So, and we're curating content based on the platform. Cool. When are you guys going to have a podcast?
2: Uh, but soon. I think yeah. Joe's working on that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hitting on it hard you got maybe, maybe you can help us you yeah. know a thing or two about podcasting just a little but yeah. Ryan you got a good uh, radio yeah, voice well, yeah so. we uh, are <laughs> fortunate we got a stud here no you have a you're good the radio
1: stud. voice yeah, oh radio voice yeah, yeah you <laughs> <got a> good... <laughs> I, was, I thought it was a nasally voice and no, <laughs> you have the no. face to go like, <laughs> yeah it's a win-win yeah, it's a win-win, <laughs> it's a win-win so <laughs> no, video like, camera and radio explode yeah. for sure so. I just have a face
0: <laughs> Ryan thank you so much thanks for allowing me to come
1: appreciate you coming in recording
0: this so right on alright catch you guys yeah we'll see you
2: Cool. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. Good luck.